0: Hey! This is My True Normal. Um, I'm Lexi. <laughs> I'm Lauren. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. It's Sunday. We're recording a little late this week, but it feels nice that it's the weekend. You don't need to tell people that we're slacking. <laughs>
1: slacking we're not <laughs> slacking
0: we're, we're just, just recording on the weekend because that's when we're free
1: a little behind we've been so busy both like working so much and life and whatever so living our best lives it's fine we got the usual coffee run before mm-hmm. a recording the usual nice coffee i just feel better on a sunday
0: like Absolutely. it just feels more needed <laughs> yeah Absolutely, and Especially it, after this week I had. Oh, God. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that for sure. Yeah. And it's like not great weather here in Utah right now. It's snowing. It's cold. And it's really rainy. It's gray. Like, I'm literally looking outside and everything's just gray. Like It's like slightly windy and gloomy and really gross. Really. It's just adding on top of the mental health. Yeah.
1: Ugh. Making it... Uh, below what
0: it should yeah. be mm-hmm. <laughs> it's
1: okay all right it is what it is <sighs> well
0: well if, um yeah i what was your feedback about arkansas my feedback on arkansas surprisingly i got a lot of good feedback from some friends some co-workers yeah same people are really listening and i love each and every one of you for that for sure yeah i feel like we're getting more comfortable mm-hmm. in getting into this and so I'm really excited. We were just joking because it took us like no time to set up, which almost never (laughs) happens. (laughs) It took Lexi almost no time. Lexi's the star behind the show.
1: Usually I'm like, oh, well, how did we do this again? Oh, stop. I'm not the star. Sorry. You're always reminding me how to do it.
0: (laughs) But still, it's your laptop. So it's like sometimes it takes us a little longer to get into it. But we're just rolling with the punches today. I think we got a system down now that we know how to just get it done. Oh, hold on. I had something I wanted to wait till we were on air to ask you. Oh, God. Okay. And we can edit this out if it's not appropriate. But <laughs> do you want to share with our listeners your spooky encounters? My spooky encounters? That you texted me about in the middle of the night <gasps> the other day and it oh freaked me the God. fuck out? Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. So the spookiness of doing this and, like, having our mind, you know, set to this this shit that we're on. Um, we've both been having, like, weird little, like, things happen to us, and then finally <laughs> something happened to Lexi. It wasn't just me. My God. Okay,
1: so the other night, I I think I was brushing my teeth mm. or something. I was getting ready for bed, and my bathroom is on the other side of my house, and my dogs were in the living room just playing and stuff, and we have a gate that um, goes over into our room, so they can't go into our room, Okay. and... I was getting ready and turning off all the lights and stuff and my TV was on and it was on, I think it was on ESPN or mm. like Amazon, like something that I don't go to. Yeah. Cause it's one of those Ruku TVs. Okay. Yeah. And the remote was sitting on top of the TV stand. We have two remotes, but the other one was in my room because I went and checked mm. and I was like, there was a remote in here. My dogs are not able to get into my room with the gate up oh my <laughs> and gosh. the tv was on i don't remember which one it was on but it was on and i yeah. was like spooky this is not like ha- my Happy dogs can't happened. my yeah. dogs can't turn on the tv without like the remote oh, and no. so i like dug in my couch to see if there was an
0: extra remote and all that kind of stuff there was not it's an extra Vulcan. remote and i oh. literally
1: texted laura and i'm like girl
0: no, you literally texted me, Lauren, dot dot dot, and I was like, I don't know what I did. I had to have done something. <laughs> she's mad at me, what is going on? And she's like, My house, my haunted. house is haunted. <laughs> and then well, the weirdest thing is like, okay, obviously like some of our listeners are gonna hear this and be like, Oh, it's just because no, you were freaked out. But then like I was like trying to go to bed when you text me that, like lights were off, <laughs> eyes were closed, and you texted me that and I was like, Oh no, like that sucks. But like, you know, I wasn't there, so it wasn't like I was scared or anything then i closed my eyes I was home alone when it happened oh, too because no.
1: uh
0: rosby was gone and i was like
1: I, uh, I need to text lauren
0: and i'm telling you i was laying in bed and my eyes were closed and like i live in an apartment and the way my head was facing my head was facing the window to the outside like there's no apartment on the other side of the window and right. i kept hearing knocking on that wall for like 20 minutes like that wall like as yeah. soon as i would like try to fall asleep, i would just be like And I was like, okay, now she's cursed me. Absolutely not. Now she's cursed me. The dog even, like, kind of, like, perked his ears up. I was like, oh, no. Bo, what do you see?
1: Even, like, because with my story, there's a lot of coincidences Mm -hmm. in it that, like, kind of overpath my life. And so I feel like
0: they're, I don't know, it's weird. I was listening to something yesterday and... I th- it was probably just a TikTok knowing me, <laughs> nothing serious. but, um, and the person was like, I don't believe in coincidences. Like nothing happens by coincidence. Absolutely not. I 100% believe and that. And like, I was thinking of that. I thought of this situation when I heard that. Cause I was like, Oh my God, were those knockings not a coincidence? <laughs> no. Dun, dun, dun. I
1: also, um, was listening to another podcast and they were talking about how, um, like you know when ghosts are—they ask you like, "Hello," yeah, like, "Why are you here?" Like yeah. those creepy investigators do that. Like, what if it's a parallel universe? Oh, when because, the ghost asks that, or yeah, yeah, like, when the ghost has that, and mm-hmm. they're like, "What do you mean? Why am I here? Like, why are you here?" But mm-hmm. what if it's like a parallel universe?
0: I have and- literally thought about that myself. Like, I feel like I've listened to other podcasts who have like touched on that too. But like, what if it's just like. They exist here, just on a different timeline, or in a different time, yes, or we are haunting them. Yeah, exactly. Oh my god. Even if it is like this universe, but just like a different time, or what if it is like just a parallel universe? Like it's just me from another yeah no another
1: timeline. Seriously, <laughs> Who's that bitch? um, there's a movie that has Matthew McConaughey in it. Love that man. And it's like where he's an astronaut or something, and I think it kind of goes based on parallel universes. And it's the fucking wildest movie. And I was thinking about that, like, because when I was listening to this podcast, I was, like, doing research and stuff on this, too. And they were talking about the parallel universes and Mm. all that kind of stuff. And so it just made me think about it a lot. And so when I think about that kind of stuff, like, when you knock back, like, are you
0: scaring the shit out of, out of them. someone else yeah oh my god i can't i really want to know the answers to these things but i also like don't like i'm just like uh i, I can't know. even think about it yeah it's a lot. <laughs> i also was like thinking about okay now we're like kind of tangenting but i don't really care um sorry we had mentioned in another episode i think it might have been our first one um you know like when a haunting is like reported as just like the same thing over and over again like the footsteps the knocking the residual noises like sometimes that makes it more believable because you're like okay that's like the same thing everybody reports yeah but I was listening to a podcast this morning our podcast not our podcast but the one we bonded all over (laughs) and they mentioned it they were like no i feel like when the story is something different that's what makes it more believable because who the fuck would make something up like that and i was like that's the complete opposite of what i was thinking yeah like they were talking about how they saw like an apparition as like a perfect cylinder over their shoulder it looked like a rain cloud blah blah blah. and it was like very detailed and they were like who would make that up like that's what makes it believable and i'm like for me it's almost the opposite yeah like, i'm like Because no one's ever seen that before. It's like a consistent thing where you can't
1: be like, oh, I heard knocking, and then it's like,
0: well, that's not real. But then if you keep
1: hearing it, and it keeps happening, and other people keep reporting it,
0: like, that's like, kind of like saying, like, going along the same thing with a rain cloud, like, every time you see a rain cloud, it's most likely going to rain. Like, could you
1: explain that same thing over and over and over in the exact same detail? rather than yeah when like, you hear knocking every time you're like oh it came in threes or it was like lighter the, the first time the more time that people
0: are count- encounter it the more believable it is to yeah. me like same because it's oh you're haunted what are your symptoms of it oh it's that's those are the symptoms of being yeah. haunted like it just seems more believable but i just thought it was crazy that someone had you know still viable just like a different view on it than i did i was like did not expect that there's a lot of people that are skeptics and they try to like yeah that. i mean
1: i haven't had any like super personal things where mm. i'm like a full-on believer but like i'm a supporter of all the stories
0: supporter. <laughs> paranormal.
1: i'm a supporter and i love all of the stories i'm an ally
0: <laughs> get a buffer sticker gays days and paranormal stop by making that our merch <laughs>
1: I'm a supporter. <laughs> you make one of those flags. yes yeah, <laughs> Hashtag like, paranormal supporter. It has like the Snapchat ghost on it. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect.
0: Oh my uh, god. <laughs> okay. Well, on that note, um, we are on California. Oh my god. We're done with the A's. Can you believe that? I know we were saying that before. I'm like so shocked. I'm excited. I feel like this is like a new era. This is so, so cool. We're like slowly
1: moving into the good states. You know. For sure, dude. No offense to the f- A's, but...
0: Yeah, A's were pretty fucked up, <laughs> honestly. Yeah, no. know. And um, like I had mentioned last week, it's California, episode 5. I am true crime, and I have been very excited for this week because I, you know, did the math and realized I was going to be true crime. So I have been researching this and getting prepared for this story for a few weeks now. I've been really excited about my next
1: two... Yeah, you said. Yeah. You're really excited for Connecticut. Connecticut and Colorado. (gasps) Colorado is going to be a good one, but I'm so excited about Connecticut.
0: I can't wait. Is Colorado next? I'm sorry. I'm dumb. Yes. Okay. Because I do
1: true crime. And then my paranormal Connecticut Connecticut Mm -hmm. one is going to be so
0: good. (gasps) I can't wait. I literally can't wait. I'm so excited about this. (sighs) Lots of teases. Sorry, y'all. Yeah. Well, you don't have to have any more teases for this week. Should I jump in? Let's go. Okay. We're 11 minutes into i know sorry chatting sorry guys um i bet you love it though we talked about ghosts not just spin this time like we usually do so (laughs) (laughs) that's fine i can't (laughs) even talk about spin right now i know we're (laughs) sore today um so uh, i'm in california i hope that you at least kind of know this story but if you don't you're about to i am covering elisa lamb i have no idea who that is (laughs) perfect (laughs) perfect you do have an inkling as soon as i get going you're gonna know because and that's why we drink early on covered this okay so i'm sure once i get into it you're gonna be like holy holy shit i remember i probably know the story just not not the name so alisa lamb um she i'll get i'll get to my bullets in a moment she um it's a true crime case i'm not gonna give away anything at the beginning but it takes place at the cecil hotel which is In California, so that's how I'm covering this in California. Um, I am so pumped for this. I listened to, like, six podcasts.
1: (laughs) I'm not going to lie.
0: totally me, too. When I was traveling um, to New York and back, I just, like, downloaded episodes I was listening to. I watched a Netflix special. Forgive me. I will try to remember the name and, like, plug it in the notes. There is a Netflix special that's a little bit more, like, theory-wise. Like, it's not, like, just on the true crime. It's more just, like, um, conspiracy. but. I'm gonna get into it. So so Elisa Lam. She was born in Canada in nineteen ninety one. She's parents of immigrants from Hong Kong so oh my god i know this story i, <laughs> I got it. one i can't i do know the story it's so good okay, okay this one is like one of my favorite true crime stories and like i saw a tiktok on this the other day that was like when you get to heaven like what are you gonna ask god And i'm just gonna be like where's elisa lamb like i swear <laughs> to god i need to know but <laughs> you guys will understand why in a moment so elisa lamb was a child of parents from hong kong um in 2013 she was 21 years old and you know, you're good. She was 21 years old and she had been recently diagnosed with being bipolar. She had been struggling with some mental health issues outside of that. You know, just anxieties, you know, a little good dose of depression. Same, it's fine. Yeah, and she was really in need of a break from life is how her and her family put it. Like she really just wanted to be away from school. She wanted to be away from home. And she wanted some time to find herself and navigate her new diagnosis. Considering her mental health was suffering, she had this dream of coming to the U.S. and kind of doing a tour, as she called it, of kind of like the West Coast mm-hmm. of the U.S. because she was from Canada. Um, she called this her West Coast tour. And she somehow convinced her parents to let her do it her parents were uneasy with her traveling alone and being only 21 going to a new country for the first time um especially because they knew she was struggling but they were excited for her to get this kind of like restart for her life right sounds familiar to me my parents (laughs) were so scared to see me go but they knew that i needed to like fly the nest and that's kind of what elisa lamb was hoping for so she promised to call them every single day, keep them updated, and, like, not let them down, not scare them, call them every day. And that is what she promised. She was a big blogger. So this is 2013. She's big on Tumblr. Did you have a Tumblr? Oh, I still have a Tumblr. I love Tumblr. <laughs> um, I don't use mine anymore. Maybe I should get back on that, but I loved I, Tumblr. I liked t- having Tumblr
1: and taking pictures of them and having like aesthetic pictures.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's like Pinterest too. It's like the same. I used to do the same yeah. thing with Tumblr. Like I definitely don't the use it as much mm-hmm. anymore, but it's still downloaded on my phone. We we remember the Tumblr days very Absolutely. very fondly. Absolutely. So, her trip, her whole West Coast tour was outlined on her Tumblr page. She had a following. She had like another blog on another website that I wasn't familiar with, but same thing. She kept up on her blog. She posted the dates of what city she was going to be in and when and kind of, like, encouraged people to reach out to her and give her recommendations. Oh, let's meet up. I'm going to be alone on this date. I'm going to be here. First red flag. First red flag. Um, it might <laughs> have a play later on. Some people say it does, so it's worth mentioning. Um, one of the eerie things about her Tumblr is on the top of her profile, on her page, you know, I used to personalize it and set it up. Her, like, quote that was on the top, like, her main thing that was pinned was, you're always haunted by the idea that you're wasting your life.
1: Oh, my God.
0: So, she had this idea that she needed to be not wasting her life and out and about and traveling. And she seized her opportunity to come to the U.S. She did, you know, travel for a few days through California on January 22nd of 2013 was the very beginning of her trip. She explored, like I just said, several cities in California, but on the 26th, so four days later, she checked into the Cecil hotel. (laughs) (laughs) We've all heard of her. The Cecil hotel is known for not very good things. I'm going to give you a little background on her right now.
1: She's a dark one.
0: Yeah. The Cecil Hotel That's is. N- oh, Siri just keeps <laughs> talking to us today your watch. I need to,
1: like, <laughs> fix my watch.
0: I wonder if people heard that <laughs> or they just heard our reactions. <laughs> um,
1: Sorry. So,
0: the Cecil Hotel <laughs> is not exactly a fancy hotel anymore.
1: Uh-huh. It was
0: built in 1924, it was a million dollar project intended. For men traveling to have kind of like a five-star stop mm-hmm. and it was it it was built to be very uppity it's very nice it's very big it has a you know a grand like entrance but the great depression occurred shortly after opening only two years after opening actually god and the whole area around the cecil was fallen to the depression people were losing their homes their jobs people were falling to addictions and that area is now known as skid row yeah which is something that a lot of us have heard of it's not the greatest area Mm -mm. um it's a
1: really sad place yeah it's really horrible
0: listening to some podcasts i've heard like a lot of actually like really upsetting things that Mm -hmm. i actually didn't want to look into to see if they were true just because i heard one of the podcasts i was listening that they like people who get out of people who were getting out of like mental institutions and people who are getting out Mm -hmm. of jail they would just drop them at skid row and that's why it's just become like worse and worse and more rundown
1: i i've seen a lot of documentaries and like a lot of shows that talk about skid row i know a lot of people that have a lot of money they go in. Try and support Skid Row as much as possible, yeah. and do what they can.
0: But it's a really, it's really a rough, rough, harsh place. Yeah, it's it's um, you Sad. know, not built up anymore like the Cecil was intended <clears throat> to be, and it was not able to charge high rates for rooms since it was in a more rundown part of the area. Um, so when that happened and they had to reduce their rates. The guests started to become more and more less savory. Yep. Um Richard Ramirez has been rumored <laughs> to stay at the Cecil Hotel during his murder sprees Nice. <laughs> Jack Undeveger is another serial killer who kind of mirrored and aspired to be like Richard Ramirez and also stayed at the Cecil Hotel. Um Dorothy Jean Purcell was another kind of tragic story that occurred at the usual Hotel. She did not realize she was pregnant and started to not feel well and gave birth to her baby in the bathtub and kind of panicked and did not know what to do. She didn't know how to tell her boyfriend. She didn't know how to support a baby. And she did throw her baby out the window oh my god and that's a story that's told a lot revolving around the Cecil hotel um oh my god many suicides have occurred there (laughs) um in fact a pedestrian was killed by a jumper from the hotel so somebody jumped out of the hotel and landed on someone walking by and killed them as well Oh, and the hotel so is just riddled with darkness and evil and tragedy, clearly. Those are yeah, just some examples. That's so horrible. Yeah, and I, I know there's more. I'm sure you're probably thinking if you know about Cecil Hotel, you're probably thinking like, oh, and this, oh, and this, like the list is just it's, it's so long. extensive. Mm-hmm. We all know of her. Um, I keep saying her and I'm referring to the Cecil, <laughs> not Eliza. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Alisa Hotel for not sure. Not Alisa. <laughs> um so back to Elisa. She didn't have a lot of money because she was 21 and just wanted to do this. So she did choose the Cecil as where she would stay. Um, she was like I said, she checked in. Let me just check that on the 26th. She was only going to be there for four or five days. Um, she did call her family every day that she was there. She was supposed to be in like a hostel type room to save money, like have roommates and like kind of like stay with them but the people who were in the room with her complained to the staff and the hotel staff moved elisa to her own room due to quote odd behavior oh so there's not a lot of hard proof on what that means people say that she left like notes on her roommates like beds when they would like go to the bathroom and she would just like leave things but like It's not exactly proven, but it is proven that she was moved due to odd behavior. So we don't really know how she was acting, but she creeped out the other people who she was staying with. Okay. So she did get her own private room. On January 31st was the last day that she was (laughs) supposed to be at the Cecil. So that's like, you know, four or five days. Um, Oh, no. Five, six days. I'm sorry. She checked in on the 26th. On the 31st, she was supposed to check out, and her family never received a phone call. Letting them know that she was leaving and where she was going next. Her parents immediately knew something was wrong. They contacted LAPD, and the very next day, they were there. They were at the Cecil, and she was deemed officially missing.
1: Oh. God. So
0: they searched and searched for evidence and clues indicating on anything about her whereabouts. However, they can't really like go through all of the rooms in a hotel. Like, yeah. They can't really without probable it, cause.
1: Isn't it like a huge hotel? Too? Yeah.
0: hmm. Actually, season five American Horror Story hotel.
1: Yeah.
0: That hotel is based off of the Cecil. So like that's what I picture in my head, to yeah. be honest. Yeah. Like <laughs> just grand, but also like not very savory. Right. So they searched as much as they could. Her parents were there. They discovered that one of the last people to see Elisa was Katie Orphan. She was the worker and the manager at a bookstore that was located very close by. Um, I think next door. And the eerie thing about it is actually the name <laughs> of the shop is called The Last Bookstore. Which oh. is just kind of like, ugh. Cause, you know again not a coincidence one of the last places she's been um she reported that elisa seemed happy and she in fact chatted about that some of her purchases were meant for her family members back home and that she was worried that she wasn't going to be able to fit all of it in her suitcase to or like be able to like travel with it and like weighing her down like she just kept buying stuff for her family and she was chatting about her family like which her bag was just so full yeah which just means that she planned on returning home like yeah. that was her intention okay. she chatted with this woman Katie who didn't see anything wrong with her behavior um oh my god pause sorry my dog is like crazy <laughs> no we can keep going okay. I just had to take the bone away from Bo because he's out here chomping on it <laughs> sorry friends okay so um so they reported that they didn't really see anything um weird about her behavior and they remembered talking with her um police were kind of at a loss they didn't really know you know what to do and this is where some of our listeners might remember this case the the police the LAPD released elevator footage from the day that she went missing. Right. This is like where it gets really weird. Right. Uh huh. Elevator footage from the day that she was missing in hopes that it would help find her. That someone might have seen her or know anything or recognize her or whatever. Um, I didn't see this footage before hearing about the case. But I know that around the time when this was blowing up people were like freaking out over this footage people the internet was swarmed with this people were watching it they were trying to piece things together um
1: yeah it was a it was really weird it's
0: weird the footage makes everything much more confusing than it does help um she's kind of like moving in very odd and in a very odd way i have it described here somewhere i'm sorry let me just find it oh no where is it oh my god so sorry she's no you're fine i'm sorry because i've lost the description of that's okay how i have it
1: oh i am
0: bumping this microphone (laughs) left and right today i am so sorry (laughs) i think it's on my on my phone so i'm gonna pull it up but pretty much like what happens is you know she's. in this elevator and she kind of like is acting very strangely she's oh I have it right here she steps in the elevator she's wearing a red hoodie and that's a big thing because like that's like kind of like what I'm picturing like when I um, think about this case like lots of people have seen this video she's in a red hoodie she steps in the elevator she presses several buttons she steps back all the way against the wall she leans back again the doors still don't close she steps up to the door leans out peeks left peeks right jumps back into the corner of the elevator, leans out again, kind of leaves the elevator for a second, looking around, steps right back in. She never is out of frame, puts her hands on both sides of the door on the inside of the elevator, presses more buttons, goes back into the corner of the elevator, puts her hands over her ears, walks into the hallway, moves her hands frantically, kind of like she's petting a dog. She rubs her forearms together, which is very odd. She backs into the wall, leans against it, walks out of frame, out of the door, and that's where the clip ends. The entire time, the elevator doors are open, which is very unsettling. Like, why were they not closing? What so like she was trying to hide from somebody. She seems very frantic. Or like... Like something scared. happened she just saw something mm-hmm. she needs to get out it mm-hmm. almost looks like she's hiding or she's worried someone's following her That's what yeah. a lot of people think right. I'll, well that's what i would think i'll see if i can get like a clip of it to post on our socials if that's like okay <laughs> i'll look into it um she seems like very uneasy i mean you can find this on the internet yourself while you're listening if you want like it's just elisa lamb elevator footage like She's, like I said, rubbing her forearms together and kind of moving her hands very weirdly and frantically. and it just makes the case so much more confusing. It's like
1: it's like she was anxious or something. yeah, so she's, she's like worried. she's trying to like, I don't know, mm-hmm. if you're watching. you can see my hands.
0: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and she goes like this if you're watching, like almost like she's petting something briefly, but she does it enough times where it's noticeable like it's not just like a one-time like thing out like out of the frame she's
1: going like
0: that well no you can see there's nothing under her like she's literally like she's petting something that's not there like she's just moving her arms very weirdly that's, she goes
1: like this it's, i wonder if like does she get drugged maybe? so i have
0: so many theories that people have written down um <clears throat> I, we will get into it um it's possible that she was on some drugs i mean People have lots of theories, like I said. And after this footage was released, people notice that it almost seems like it's slowed down. Like the footage is edited. There's like a weird brief, like break in the in the footage. People think there's missing time. The timestamp is covered up. People think that something's edited out. I mean, yeah. why is the door open that whole time? And she's just like in and out, looking left and right, pressing buttons. It's very, very unsettling.
1: Like it, That doesn't make any sense why the elevators wouldn't close.
0: No, it's either. very weird. So people suspect, people who are trying to figure out what's going on. I'm going to talk about this kind of more in live time. This so right now she's missing. And this footage is released and the internet goes crazy. And some people come up with this wild theory that she's playing the elevator game
1: oh that's right yes.
0: that's so right this oh is another big internet craze another reason why this case is don't very famous fucking play the elevator don't play the game. elevator game. don't google it <laughs> oh i did so <laughs> the elevator game was something that was kind of big on the internet at the time it's kind of like a creepy pasta like creepy like Story thing that people on the internet were doing. Obviously, there's no. I don't think it's real, but who? Who's to say? This case, like just because of this, yeah. I remember
1: so clearly now, is like theories, like conspiracy oh, yes, theories, left
0: and right. I have this I have is so like
1: many. the elevator game. Mm-hmm. Oh
0: my god, is the biggest conspiracy game ever. And the elevator game was big on the internet, like I said, and she was all over Tumblr. She had internet friends that were strictly just friends on the internet, so she could have absolutely heard of this. Um, For anybody who doesn't know what that is, which was me before I heard of this case, I'm going to give you a brief description of what the elevator game is. Don't play it. I'm going to read to you the instructions as I found them online. I obviously didn't write this, but there are several rules to play this game. Okay, so one, enter the elevator alone. Or with a friend, but no one else, no stranger. Do not get out on any floor. If any outsiders get onto the elevator, you will need to start over. 2. Proceed to the fourth floor. 3. Descend to the second floor. 4. Proceed to the sixth floor. 5. Return to the second floor. 6. Ascend to the 10th floor. 7. Return to the fifth. When you reach the fifth floor, it's then that people report encountering a young woman. You're instructed not to look at her or interact with her at all. She may or may not try talking to you, asking for help or antagonizing you. 8. Press the button for the first floor and two things might happen. If the elevator descends to the first floor, exit immediately and do not get back Do not look back or speak. If the elevator starts to go up, you've been allowed into the other world. When you reach the 10th floor, things might look slightly different. No one else will be there. The power might be out. Some players claim to look out the window and see only a single red cross in the distance. If you choose to exit the elevator, you should ignore the woman and her attempts to question or stop you. So that's... (laughs)
1: I have goosebumps every time I hear that oh my god
0: it is essentially just a series of instructions to enter this other world and I'm not really sure why people would want to go there but people who are into this like paranormal (sighs) stuff they want to try it and people think that might be what she was doing when she started pressing a bunch of buttons, looking left and right, seeming confused. Well, you said you didn't watch the video, right? No, I'm saying I didn't see the video before hearing of this case. Like, a lot of people did. I have seen it now. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, when you look at the video, can you see what floors she's
0: pushing? Like, did you look at that? Or can you not see? No. I can't. I'm sure people have really tried to. Um, I don't think it seems like she's pressing them in any specific <laughs> order. But people think if something was wrong or if she was on drugs or if she was just scared and she thought maybe she entered another world, she would just be frantically trying to get back. Right. Like not sure what, what's going on.
1: Look at your dog.
0: <laughs> Bo is just being such a ham right now. He wants all the love and he wants his bone that I took away from him. Um, okay. So I do have a few more things that I took note from the elevator game. It says when messing with the paranormal, your phones and electronics may not work. So make sure somebody knows that you are there. You may become disoriented or forget how you've arrived. Try to stay focused and it's your only way out. If you pass out or faint, you might wake up at home, but make sure you are really at home. It could be the spirit world in disguise. Again, say nothing to the strange woman you see. Don't even look at her. So there is a series of instructions on how to get home if you think you've made it there, but it all just seems very creepy and unsettling. So if, if you do
1: do the elevator game, you have to like do so much research on how to get home. Yeah. How like what happens when you encounter the woman? what happens like if you get off at the wrong floor literally, like you it's have so scary there's so much detail i <sighs> can tell you that i've looked into it oh no it's <laughs> horrible it's it's like one of those dark holes
0: that i no literally into. it's it's like so a creepy scary. pasta thing it's like Slenderman, but like it has so much telling to it that you're like okay where did this come from like where's the reality in this like why did be like wh- what is yeah. this it's so creepy right and people like you know, speculated that she was into, you know, stuff like that. And she was all over the internet. So maybe this is what she was doing. Um, and after the footage was released, like, people were really trying to, like, hold this as a theory that, like, maybe she has disappeared into another world. Mm
1: -hmm. So
0: that's one theory. Um, unfortunately, a few weeks later, two and a half weeks later, um, at the Cecil Hotel people are still trying to piece together evidence and find Elisa Um, the water in the hotel started to turn black it was reported of being foul tasting and discolored black people reported having low water pressure and an awful taste gross don't know why you put that in your mouth but Um, people were complaining heavily to the front desk on February 19th, 2013, a maintenance man was asked to go check on the water tanks on the top floor. Only staff had a key to get (coughs) to the top floor as it was restricted and it was armed with alarms. He took an elevator to the 15th floor. And then another staircase to disarm the alarm. Two doors to the rooftop. He had to climb up on a platform, grab a ladder, and then open up the water tank to check the water. The water was supplied to the hotel, the hotel kitchen, and a coffee shop that was located next door. Oh. The water tank had a heavy lid was about 20 or 30 pounds i've heard both so i didn't know which to put i heard 20 reported and i've heard 30 reported but regardless it wasn't light but it wasn't overly heavy
1: like you could definitely do it by yourself
0: you could pick it up so the maintenance man gets up top picks up the 20 pound (coughs) lid he peers in and he sees the naked body of elisa lamb floating who had been missing for three weeks oh god She's in the water tank, like I said, without any clothes on. She has an unidentifiable, unidentifiable sandy particle all over her body that is still unknown to this day. Like, sand but not sand? It was Yeah, it was just like a fine material all over her. Oh. She was, however, greatly decomposed at this point three weeks in water water yeah they had to drain it completely to remove her body her body was extremely decomposed due to water like i just said and her body was still covered in the sandy particles so it wasn't like it was just in the water her it was all over her body after being removed
1: weird
0: um the tank he moved the lid the 20 pound 30 pound lid but it, people go back and forth. He says that it was slightly opened. He doesn't really remember because he wasn't thinking he was going to find a body. He just opened it. But then people say, you know, that's not you know, really proof. He doesn't remember. He thinks it was slightly opened. But I mean, when you're just going to do your job and then
1: all of a sudden you find a body, you probably went into shock. And so he probably mm-hmm. does for sure
0: doesn't remember. I know I wouldn't. Yeah. No. So that's one thing that's been said. Um, so Alisa is only 5'4". She's short. Um, a lot of people are unsure how she would get in. How she would. If she picked up this this lid that could be up to 30 pounds and then slid in. She over her head while floating in water closed it enough for him to. To say it was mostly closed at least if not all the way closed like how did she, it wasn't it wasn't fully open for sure because he he picked it up but he doesn't know if it was like secured in so if she was five four how did she get in like slide her way in she could have slid it over a little bit and just slid in but while floating it, i'm sure it's very hard to slide it back over right Um, especially if there's no handles or anything like that. Yeah, she had to just kind of like pick it up and and slide it with her palms. If it's 20 to 30 pounds, you can't just lift it with your fingers. No, so I don't really know. I mean, no one does. It's another point of confusion about the case. Um, the autopsy ruled it as an accidental, accidental drowning with bi- her bipolar disorder diagnosis playing in. She could have been... Oh, my God. Bo. Sorry, friends. Sit. Sorry. Um, she could have been hallucinating, they think, possibly. Um, that's what it's claimed on her autopsy. Um, her autopsy suggests she wasn't taking her medication properly. Um, she took first an antidepressant but not the second apparently she had like a two dose type of antidepressant or a a twofold medication um and she was also on an anti-hallucinogenic and apparently her taking this first half of the antidepressant with the anti-hallucinogenic and not the second half could lead to side effects yeah dangerous side effects um, the autopsy suggests no foul play, and it says that, but, like, her body was badly decomposed, so yeah. how can you really say that? Like, right? obviously no, like, rape kit was ran because all the evidence would be gone, but, like, how can you say there's no foul play? There's no f- foolproof way to say that when her body was so decomposed by the time they found her. Mm-hmm. Um... I know that it took a long time for her autopsy to be released. Um, I actually have another note on that. Let me just grab that really quick because apparently she – let me see where I have it. I'm sorry. Um, I know that it took a long time for it to be released and pretty much she – It looks like they checked off. How do I want to word this? I'm so sorry. I'm trying to find the note. Um, Okay. Got it. It had been released four months later, but it had been delayed several times. You can see it was checked accidental as the ruling of her death. Then it was crossed out. And then it was changed back to accidental. (coughs) So that was like another like, Either they couldn't decide or they're on what
1: it it was or they're covering it up.
0: Something. Like, it's another thing that has people, like, speculating that maybe it wasn't an accident. Um, The fact that they, you know, released it so late and had been changing it and all this. um, You know, that on top of the fact that they're saying that the autopsy, autopsy suggests that She wasn't taking her medication properly. I mean, I'm no doctor, but at the same time, like, how can you, like, be sure of that when it's so late? Yeah. three weeks later. Definitely. But I don't know. And it,
1: like, yeah.
0: Her clothes were found floating next to her as well. So that's another thing that adds, like, a lot of confusion because people think that automatically means it's a murder.
1: Yeah, like, did they just throw her clothes in there with yeah her, or like just she... evidence
0: in the water yeah. but people speculate that she was smart you know she was a smart girl and if she was floating there and couldn't get the lid back off to get out she would know right. to take her clothes off to you know not weigh her down and yeah. kind of float easier
1: it takes like 10 i'm sure 15 pounds shoes and everything
0: yeah her clothes were just floating she didn't have anything on no shoes nothing so, like, that was just, like, another, just question mark, really. Like, why? Um, her parents did file a wrongful death suit for negligence on behalf of the hotel. Um, because if she got up there, why didn't the alarm go off? Right. We just went through all the steps of how this maintenance man got up there. Why is there no surveillance? So
1: it would have been have to or someone would have had to let her up there Mm -hmm. or someone. Yeah.
0: Why is there no surveillance? Why isn't the alarm going off? If it doesn't work like that's a problem, you need to get that fixed. Clearly, people can die, whatever. Uh But the case was dismissed because the area was off limits to guests. So it was kind of like, well, she trespassed. So you can't really claim us on that. Um, Since then, people have gone to the Cecil and you can climb off of a fire escape to get up there without having to go up that way and set off the alarm. People have also tried to open the doors and sometimes they will open without the alarm going off because staff goes out to smoke and they turn it off and Uh. all this. I mean, obviously, again, not just like hard proof, but these are things that the public are finding by going there and, you know, trying it out figure it out yeah so the water tanks were i think they said it was about two-thirds full so it wasn't full so she did have the room to float um they were a thousand pounds yes um a thousand pound water tank and they were restricted and there was room for her to get in so people are just trying to now piece that together was she up there on purpose was she running from somebody did someone bring her up there if it's staff access only did a staff member bring her up there what's the reason yeah there are a lot of theories um one being that someone who worked at the hotel you know knew to disarm and knew where the water tank were and that's why the video footage seemed edited
1: yeah, that makes sense.
0: It's why it took so long for the autopsy to be released because there was just so many question marks. People, someone some people think it is someone from the hotel that you know, did something to her. Um, you know, some people think it was the elevator game still, even though I'm not really sure how that plays into effect now that she's been found. Right. It's I, just another weird thing because her behavior was so odd.
1: Yeah. I I feel like there could be definitely two good scenarios. One, that she got drugged and it made her super paranoid Mm -hmm. and somebody was, like, chasing her or trying to Mm -hmm. find her and she was hiding and, you know, and they put her in the water tank. Yeah. Or, I don't... Yeah. I don't know. There's definitely a lot of theories
0: that are good. And a body language expert had reviewed the footage of her and said that her body language and her hand gestures could suggest that she was on a party drug like ecstasy
1: oh so yeah. if she
0: was just out here trying to live her best life and she was on ecstasy like that could also I mean, there's no way to know but that could have explained for some of her odd behavior right and she was traveling alone mm-hmm. so she could have met some of her
1: followers and wanted to do something or
0: mm-hmm. she just had it because she was by herself um, true. Like, she was just, maybe she met someone, who knows. Um, it does look, if when, if you watch the footage, like, if you look it up, it looks like she's doing something to someone, or it looks like someone's doing something to her without her being there. Like, it literally looks like someone's, like, moving her or touching her or doing something to her, but no one's there.
1: So, is that how it plays in of, like, the videos edited?
0: Well, okay, they think there's a time <laughs> stamp for the edited. Some people weirdly enough, like they think that the whole like someone's not there thing. There's so many wild theories. Like well, some sure. of them I didn't even want to look into because they were wild. Like some people think that there is like an invisible man or there's some type of like time travel and that's what the particles are in her body because she went through some type of time travel. It's like it's literally insane. Like there's so much. Um some people think that You know, the LAPD had something to do with it. They found stuff and they covered up whatever for whatever reason um, to protect them or protect the city. Yeah. Um, She, you know, some people think she might have just been having a manic episode and that's why her hand gestures were so like random. Um, I even heard someone suggest that they were shooting a snuff film. What's a snuff film? Okay, trigger warning. <laughs> um, a snuff film is when they perform sexual acts and then kill them.
1: Okay. For a video. Right. To be sold.
0: Yeah. Um, some, most of the time, I'm assuming not voluntarily, sometimes voluntarily, they have a victim. It's sexual and then they kill them. So some people think maybe she had fallen victim to something like that there's okay. not a lot of evidence about that but people have suggested it i thought it was an interesting theory to say the least yeah it sounds like there's a lot of theories oh and some of them are just wild like they're so paranormal and freaky and then some of them are just like lapd covered it like there's no to this day ending to the story that's why i said people will joke around like once they get to heaven they're gonna be like where's
1: elisa because yeah. they just want to know <laughs>
0: It's very confusing. I was so excited to do this case because it is such a like mind fuck. Like it is insane. Yeah.
1: No, that's so crazy. I totally forgot that that's what that
0: was. A lot of weird things play into it.
1: Yeah. There's a lot of crazy stuff. That's so wild. I haven't heard that story in a long time. That's it's a lamb. It's been a
0: minute that's a good one i was so excited to do it i was a little nervous because like a lot of the big podcasts obviously like covered this one and i'm sorry this was this was a long one on my half guys i'm like sorry about that but it's so good i love those kinds of stories i like a good conspiracy
1: theory (laughs) it's a good one it's so
0: good no one knows it's a unsolved case so yeah no it was good but who knows you know like there's lots of true crime stories that years down the road something comes up and they solve it so people still have faith for elisa yeah hopefully
1: hopefully in the next couple years something happens
0: sorry my dog's being a little shit all oh, right true crime Woo. are you ready for paranormal are you sorry i'm trying to open the. are you
1: trying to, are you ready to get spooked i
0: am okay Yay. i'm ready for this spook Spooky, spooky, the dog spooky. is laying. Lay it on me. California paranormal. All
1: right. All right,
0: all right, all right. Let me pull up my notes because I'm unprepared. I'm so, so <laughs> bad.
1: Okay. So, for the paranormal side of things today, we mm. are going to San Diego. San Diego. San Diego. And this is the story of. Dun, 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 dun. I'm excited. The Whaley house. No way!
0: Yay! oh i'm so excited (laughs) yay yes the whaley house yes bring it on i don't remember a lot but i know it's a good one so i'm excited no it's
1: it's really good um so when i was doing my research of what i wanted to what of of what i would like to do Mm -hmm. (laughs) and the whaley house came up and morbid had an episode about the way of the house so was i was listening to it and on their episodes it shows what date it's released mm-hmm. of like what date or whatever and it came out on my birthday perfect in 2020
0: perfect so. i actually love that this episode california it's gonna have like two like big famous cases like yeah people are gonna like look at this one and be like oh oh
1: yeah, so I felt like this one was a sign that I needed to do this because it came out on my birthday. Yeah. And so there's another coincidence birthday episode. in this story.
0: More coincidences.
1: <sighs> okay, so um, the Whaley House, um, it is located in old historic San Diego. Um, it is in the middle of downtown, essentially. Okay. So it's right in the middle of restaurants and malls, and it's just – this random house in a downtown area which is kind of crazy in 2005 geez <laughs> in 2005 the it got ranked as the most haunted house in america oh my god that's like kind of recent
0: yeah well i guess not really but like it's and in then, the 2000 and, so
1: but today it still is considered to be one of the most haunted houses in america that's kind of cool there's lots of reasons why though i'm going so fill me in the whaley house was built on a on the site of a super gnarly hanging okay in 1852 a small town crook named yankee jim was (gasps) caught stealing a rowboat with an accomplice and he was sentenced to a to death essentially Mm. and his accomplice only served a year in jail (gasps) when yankee jim was supposed to be hung and he was kind of known for being the small town crook like he would go and steal things and so i guess it he had it coming is what i heard a rep uh-huh um in 1866 the short drop hanging was out of style so do you know the difference between a short drop and a long drop I can
0: imagine.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's, it is what what it is like. Is the a short drop supposed to make you like break your neck faster. Okay. And so it's not where you where you choke
0: mm-hmm.
1: when the short drop. It kind of just you oh drop and then you kind of just choke essentially. But um, in Both eighteen wildly inhumane
0: and awful, but mm-hmm. ugh, dark history.
1: Yeah, and it's pretty horrible, but yeah. it that time. Yeah. No. Yeah. You know, so. In 1866, the short drop hanging was out of style, and okay. the long time range um, was in, but this was in 1852, so Yankee Jim got the short drop hanging. Aww. Yankee Jim was 6'4", and because of the short drop, he they dropped him, and he was literally on his tippy toes, like, oh trying God. to, like, save himself, That's but he so kind of sat there for 45 minutes and choked to death. Oh, my God um when they were doing this hanging there were a bunch of small town people watching this hanging and one of those guys that was watching this hanging was thomas thomas whaley so welcome to the whaley
0: (laughs) okay thomas
1: um a little bit about thomas is he is from new york city his family Hello. came from a Scottish Irish background they immigrated to Massachusetts okay Massachusetts Massachusetts <laughs> wow that's a long one Massachusetts is like wow. has to be one of the longest states so remember, I feel remember, you. Massachusetts and he just grew up in Massachusetts Uh, He did move to California during the Gold Rush era. He opened a small business with one of his friends, and it just became a huge and successful business just because of the influx of miners and everyone coming into town to do the Gold Rush. Okay. A couple years into his business, a fire destroyed the building, and he tried to open a a few other businesses with some other friends, but it just really wasn't Mm. working out for him. So, he decided to move back to California. Move back to California. California. Oh my God! Moved back to New York City. When he moved back to New York, he did marry his high school sweetheart, Anna Eloise Delany, okay. in 1855, and then they decided to move back to San Diego.
0: Oh, so he's just going back and forth across the country
1: like yeah. it's nobody's business. He just couldn't decide where he wanted to live. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I said, sounds like me. Uh, okay um so when they got to california thomas wanted to build a house he wanted to find some land that was really cheap where he can build this massive house and fill it with children that was his goal wow okay so he was thinking where could i buy some land and this property came up for sale and he was like holy shit i know this property i watched a guy die on it oh my god and the people selling the land were like take it oh i know that Have this
0: i remember i saw some entertainment right (laughs) here (laughs) that guy died over there
1: (laughs) god damn yeah yeah so he bought the property and they built the place and everything for ten thousand dollars
0: Got this whole family house. Yep. It was built on
1: on some gallows for
0: $10,000.
1: Oh, my God. (laughs) Bo, come here. Uh, It's okay. (laughs) All I can say is at least we're not at my house because my
0: dogs just don't stop. He just doesn't understand why, like, the two of us are here on the ground and we're not playing with him. Like, he's just like, what? (laughs) Sorry, friends. Okay, Okay. Continue.
1: Um... So, once this house was built, it was huge, and it was glorious, and it was just the house that everybody loved.
0: okay. The that house on the block.
1: Yeah. <laughs> the San Diego Journal named it to be the finest new mm. brick block in Southern California. Ooh, bougie. Thomas built a granary and a general store that he would run for, okay. like, on top of his house. Do you know what a granary is? No like educate me a rice manufacturer
0: oh okay so
1: he made rice made rice okay (laughs) (laughs) and ran a general store that he probably sold his rice out of and when they moved into this house made it super glorious they ended up having three kids anna thomas and francis And he did end up opening another store closer to town in another plaza. So he was becoming more successful. Okay. It was working out for him this time. Okay. As soon as it was built, everyone started hearing things in the house. Footsteps, bangings. (sighs) You could always go into the living room and always hear something.
0: Back to those uh, staple hauntings that we were talking about. (laughs) Yes. The traditional staple. I mean...
1: If you build a house on the side of some gallows, I'm assuming you would instantly hear something. Yeah, they're going to get comfortable like in your home. <laughs> mm. um, so the living room had this archway that led into the parlor. Okay. And the archway was supposed to be in the exact same spot where the gallows were, where they hung Yankee Jim. Oh my
0: gosh. So
1: they were like, okay, this is Yankee Jim who's doing this. He's the one who's messing with us right now. Okay. Eventually, um, Anna, the wife, not the daughter, the wife, okay, said that she definitely believed the house to be cursed, because around this time when they started hearing things is when they really started having troubles. At only 18 months, their baby Thomas died due to scarlet fever, <gasps> oh. and around the same time, their new store that he just built got set on fire due to arson, they think. And so, he was just going through
0: it. So, someone just screwed him over. Uh-huh. Mm.
1: Because of this, there were so many tragedies in their life, they decided they wanted to move to San Francisco. And the house stayed vacant for a while. In mm. San Francisco, they did have three more kids, Violet, George, and Corinne. Brave. And this is another coincidence. Violet has the same birthday as me. Your birthday is just all over the place here. I know. And I that's what i'm saying oh no i share a
0: birthday with violet whaley so it i don't
1: know if that's a good thing but i wonder
0: if morbid realized they were releasing the episode about the whaleys on the same date as violet's birthday they didn't say anything
1: Mm. so i don't know
0: weird coincidence i think not today is a bunch of
1: coincidences (laughs) in 1867 thomas whaley was super super busy he went to alaska and helped them establish things in alaska he did serve as a councilman he helped helped open many stores and shops and just help life there essentially in 1868 they decided to move back to san diego and during this time, not the whole time, but most of the time, they did have the house rented out for a while. Okay. When they moved back, they turned the granary into to the new San Diego courthouse. Okay, okay. So, the courthouse was essentially part of the Whaley House. Was, like, another one of these businesses. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, it was just, he was racking up some money, essentially. Gotcha. Um, they did use the top three rooms as some records room for the courthouse. Oh, okay. And then they did turn some of the lower part of the house into a theater between the years of 1868 and 1869. Okay. In 1871, the courthouse wanted to be moved into another location, but Thomas was like, no, you have a lease. You, If you want to break it, you can pay me for it. Okay. And it's going to be a lot of money. It's going to cost you. And the court was not happy about that. They were really upset. In March of 1871, when Thomas was out of town for business, there was a violent raid that took over the Whaley House um, to get those court records, the documents. And they basically just forcibly removed all of the documents out of that house to get into the new location. In order
0: to move, mm-hmm.
1: <gasps> not very good and business. during this whole raid, Anna the wife was held at gunpoint on the oh ninth step of the staircase by an angry mob, so she wouldn't interfere with them trying to get the records. Why was there a mob that was like
0: okay with doing this? Well, like, they why were, were. They, they were just with the
1: courthouse. They were just so upset that Thomas Whaley wouldn't let them leave. Oh, okay, and turn and like let them leave and to get into a better location okay. or whatever Ooh. and so they took the side of the court
0: um yeah and it might have been like <clears throat> workers families people who just right. were like on just that side of the political view yeah um
1: because of her being held at the ninth step there is a legend quote-unquote mm-hmm. of the ninth step is when you get up to when you're walking up those stairs and you get to the ninth step, you start feeling this horrific presence of dread, and it feels mm. like someone's literally trying to stop you from going up those stairs. Mm-hmm. Like they try pushing you back down. Okay, I will. I'll go back. <laughs> uh, back. You're right. I'll go back down. To- <laughs> <laughs> I don't need. I don't need the water <laughs> bottle I left up there. It's fine. <laughs> Um, in the following years you can always hear footsteps going up and down the stairs everywhere in the house. Anna always said that when she would go in the house it always felt dreadful. Um, there was a lot of doom Mm -hmm. vibes going on due to all of the sadness that happened in this house. Needs to be saged immediately. Uh, (laughs) Most definitely. In eighteen eighty two, Violet and Anna, the daughters, they did get married. Uh, fun fact: a- uh, Anna did marry her
0: first cousin, so that's gorgeous. Mm. So she didn't have to change her name. I really thought you were gonna say, "Fun fact: They got married on my <laughs> birthday," and I was gonna be like, "Lexi, no, are no you no more a coincidences?
1: <laughs> no more coincidences." Um, but yeah, she married her first cousin, so that's kind of gross. But she didn't have to change her last name because she married John Whaley. So okay, no, yeah, weird. Mm. Yeah. Um. On the other hand, Violet's husband, he was awful he was so rude to her he was just a horrible horrible man okay and because of this they did get divorced Hmm. and in the 1800s getting divorced was not okay yeah the whole town humiliated her bashed her hated her (gasps) like just bullied her we really really bad a
0: woman who can't make her own decisions yeah wonderful she was treated
1: like shit it was really like You're divorcing him because you can't handle it. Like, get over yourself. Mm. Um, on August 18th, 1885, after taking all of this hate and getting bullied, Violet just was done. She went into the backyard and she shot herself in the chest with her father's gun. Thomas had found her and carried her inside and she died in his arms. No. Um, Later on, he did eventually die, um, but he did spend many, many, many years trying to get the town to pay for all the damages that were done to the house due to that raid. Yeah. He did try to get justice for his wife, but the town never helped him with anything. Oh, my God. In 1909, son Francis moved in to take care of the house, you know, take care of it, rebuild it, Mm -hmm. do whatever you can to make it glorious again. The house was empty for so many years because after all of these deaths, nobody wanted to yeah, live in who it. Yeah, would want to be there. Yeah. Eventually, Anna did come back to the house. In 1913, she died in the home, and all of the kids did move back in the home, and they all died in the house oh as well. Oh, my God, yeah. So today, it is a museum. You okay, can yep, okay. go and take tours because of the pandemic they do virtual tours also so you can go on their website and pay like Ooh. 30 bucks and do a virtual tour
0: i heard that several paranormal locations were doing uh-huh. that they were doing virtual tours no i want to feel the spooks but yeah. good for them for like right? keeping the business alive
1: um yeah they were i was reading somewhere that because of the pandemic they were really really struggling so mm-hmm. that's why they did the virtual tour no, yeah if
0: you can't go anywhere it's still cool to do that yeah for sure no mm-hmm. good for them
1: so there is a lot of things that happen in this house the piano does play on its own it plays Ugh. some creepy shit it's like the duh, why is it duh, no.
0: dee, like why the is really creepy so shit scary like any time <laughs> in a scary movie when there is like a piano i'm like yeah that's going straight to my soul that yeah and it's not one of the ones me. that
1: you plug in or anything like it's yeah. one of those old it's school ones and it's like
0: Have you ever seen the movie As Above, So Below? No. I feel like I mentioned that movie, like, so much. I probably already have. It's my favorite scary movie. I'm going to make you watch it with me. Okay. I know you're not a movie girl, but... I do like scary movies. It's my favorite scary movie. I've seen it so many times. Shout out Gage, because he watches it with me like nobody else. (laughs) But there's a scene where he's like... And it's in the trailer, so I'm not giving anything away. Like, there's a scene where they're somewhere. I won't disclose their location. And he's like, oh my god, that looks like the piano in my house. But... The F key never worked, and then he goes to play it, and then he goes to hit the F key, and it's like, Dum. and it doesn't work, and every time it makes me like, Whoa. it's so creepy. <laughs> Pianos let's, are so scary. Let's definitely watch it. I'm so down. If I ever have a kid that's like, I
1: want to learn how to play piano, no. I'm going to be like, um, not no. here you are. <laughs> um, Chandeliers and lights swing on their own. They Lovely. do turn on and off. Um, and some of the lights don't even have a hookup so there's no yeah. way that they should be working or right. they'll have some maintenance guys come and they'll come and check the lights and they're like there's no reason why these should be flickering mm-hmm. it's the ghosts um doors open on their own they close on their own you hear footsteps everywhere um a really popular thing is is you can hear people talking in the dining room like they're at dinner like you can hear the plates and the knives and all that kind of stuff
0: still living their Uh lives You, you can also
1: smell meals that are being cooked and some people will go in and check on like what's happening and there's no one there so they feel like they smell chicken and bread
0: and that's the most fucked up I, haunting i know you're telling me <laughs> i gotta smell this delicious chicken nugget basket and there's no and there's chicken here
1: <laughs> so rude now i'm hungry and scared <laughs> um people often hear high heels walking around thinking maybe it's anna Whaley, like she's oh. on a mission doing her shit yeah uh, you can hear kids playing. They do see impressions of people laying on pillows in certain rooms. Uh-uh. Some people have reported that they see someone in the windows from outside. So if you're looking outside and you see a woman in the window. And then no one's no, actually there. And no one's actually there. Oh, I love How that. How fucking creepy. Um, you, some happiness to this is that they you do see their family pets. Mm-hmm. Um, they had a dog named Dolly and a cat named Wink. Oh, why In are they there? the courthouse, you can hear a gavel pounding. Oh. In the theater, you hear music, laughing, ha-
0: people having fun, but there's no one there. Just residual existing. It's like we were saying before, like uh-huh. the parallel universe type thing. Like, yes. what if that's just that's what I'm. They're saying. just living their life. In, in a different time frame and we're just there like what is that? And we're fucking like, their that? Good time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like the time for this, in the same location. The timeline's just existing at one time. Like right. for some reason they're just like glitches or something. Wouldn't that be crazy? That's what I'm saying like, is that what if we're in a parallel universe? Just like, yeah, they're just there and we're here and we're somehow existing mm-hmm. in the same spot, just at two different times. Exactly. Oh, no.
1: Sketchy. Uh, because of baby Thomas dying due to scarlet fever you do hear baby crying or baby cooing um in the archway in the living room Mm. when people walk under it you feel like you have to cough like there's a little bit of throat restriction Mm -mm. and so people like walk under it and they're like (coughs) gross (laughs) Gross. (laughs) people walk under it gross um a tour guy said that yankee Jim has a wonderful sense of humor he likes to put a red mark around people's neck but you can't feel it it's just like you see a oh. red mark and you don't notice it until somebody points it out
0: sugars are not in anymore yankee please <laughs> especially, especially red tea. ones oh no i literally don't <laughs> like that i cannot imagine going somewhere and someone being like why does it look like you've been strangled and i'd be like what (laughs) you're just pale they
1: (laughs) they said that somebody got so freaked out that they that she ran out screaming and i was like that would probably
0: be me yeah i'd be like i'm gonna (laughs) just not ask for a refund and leave immediately
1: according to the whaley house website Mm -hmm. their founder june reading who did it Die in 2020. Sadly, um, uh-huh. she did say that she was having a conversation with a little girl when she started waving to like at a, at a window in the parlor, and she asked her, "What are you waving at?" and She's like, "Oh, it's that man." And so she turned around, and there was no one there. Uh-huh. And people have reported to see a man in the window of the parlor, and yeah. they do think it's Thomas Whaley. Um, just
0: looking over his old house.
1: Yeah, he his place. He wanted it to be something so when he's seen on the second floor people are like oh it's him watching that he's very impressed that his house is a museum he's happy with the way things are there's
0: a business occurring
1: yeah oh man another sad tragic thing that happened at this house in the 1800s there was this little girl that was playing outside um and she was running in the backyard and she didn't see a clothesline yeah. I remember. Yeah, she broke her neck oh my and God. snapped it. And they brought her inside Close the house <clears throat> and they All put right. her on the coffee table, or, sorry, on the kitchen table and she died on the kitchen table, sadly. So oh, people no. do report that they see a little girl running around in the backyard. I forgot that was the wheelie house. That's yeah. like the only detail that
0: stuck out yeah. in my mind. I it's didn't realize really it was this one. It's sad because
1: I never thought that you could die from something like
0: well, who knows how they were hung then? Like how thick or thin those clotheslines were. If she ran in it, just at the right speed, at the right angle, right. like ugh, oh no. There, Poor girl. a lot of
1: people do report having cold spots everywhere in the house. Mm. There's certain rooms that they go in and they like are so sick to their stomach. There is a police officer, police officer story where he didn't mention it to anyone. Um, until his retirement letter. Mm-hmm. Retirement letter. I can't speak today. <laughs> his retirement letter said that he was called to the Whaley House one time because somebody saw a woman there, and he went to the house and he saw this woman crying in the backyard, no. and he went up to her and he's like, "Ma'am, are you okay?" And she looked at up at him and stopped crying and smiled and fucking disappeared.
0: No. Mm. Hmm nope and so she's crying let me get this right she's crying he looks at her stops crying and smiles and disappears i don't care if you disappeared you better disappear <laughs> if you smile at me after that no thank yeah you. he
1: thought it was horrible and a lot of people have said maybe it's violet because that's where she oh died yeah okay she don't, she's going to die in the backyard yes oh okay Oof. thomas ah. whaley is also known for blowing tabasco smoke in women's faces which is really fucking rude what did you say tabasco <laughs> tobacco <laughs> <laughs> not tabasco <laughs> so well okay, funny. no, like look at, look at my notes i was typing on my phone where'd it right. go Tabasso.
0: oh sure. Tab Tabaso. That's so funny. That's like that one time someone told me they, they laughed when I wrote something about like going to parties. But, but you I wrote, wrote pirates,
1: pirates. <laughs> <laughs> something's wrong with me. That tobacco. So funny. Tobacco smoke. People
0: like that smell though of like tobacco smoke. Yeah. But I don't.
1: I think it's really fucking rude. <laughs> yeah, don't be blowing that around here. A lot of people say that they do smell Anna's perfume. Um, there was one co- worker that worked at the house for at least 14 years, and he was setting the alarms to go home for the night. Mm-hmm. And it was in the dark because he was getting ready to shut the to door leave. for the night. And some woman whispered in his ear and said, Why are you here? And he did not finish locking up. So he ran out the door, mm-hmm. and because of that, the alarm went off. And so the police showed up and he gave them their statement, or his statement. And they were like, okay, well, we need to go talk to the lady in the parlor. And he was like, what lady in the parlor? What are you (gasps)
0: talking about? they're like,
1: that lady. And he was like, the lady who
0: whispered in his ear. He's like, there's no one there. Oh, (laughs) no. The police see it? That's how you know it's like legit. Like, they're not messing. They're there to do a job. Yeah. Holy Um, moly. they,
1: They were like, oh, it's the lady in the green dress. But Anna Whaley was also known for wearing a
0: green dress in the parlor to drink tea. They're like, why is that lady so dressed up right now? Can we go talk to her? Yeah. She got a date. She got time shot. <laughs> so creepy.
1: But yeah, that is the Whaley House. It's oh my just God, a lot yeah. of tragic things and a lot of super spooky ghosty ookies. things. And if you need a paranormal experience, go to
0: whaleyhouse.org and buy one of their virtual tours. Oh, plug in the Whaley House real quick. <laughs> I love that for them. <laughs> oh my God. That was spooky
1: oogie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really, really creepy i did not like the the last
0: one that's why i put it last (laughs) oh yeah no that's for sure especially like especially from like police officers like they're they're not there to like feed your agenda of thinking it's haunted like they're there for a job so if they say they see someone they see someone so like they're not like ooh, they're not here to fuck with you let me go see what this is about (laughs) like that's so creepy because you know they saw someone that was such a good one yeah it was really creepy it was good i'm proud of us this is a good oh yeah Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, yeah. interrupt you. No, no, this is a good one. This is a good episode. <laughs> I feel good about it. I feel like every time we leave, I'm like, this is the one you guys should listen this to. because it's really so good. good. My God. I, I like, go to work, I'm like, guys, if you're going to listen to any episode, you should listen to this one because it's so good. But people from work are the bomb.com and they listen and I love all of you guys. I love yeah. my, my my people so much. Shout
1: out everybody for listening. We love you guys. It's the best, best crew
0: Heck yeah our listeners are the best our we're normies aw- oh my god i love that our normies you guys are normies because we're nitro <laughs> true normal normies. i don't know we'll figure we'll figure something out the gays out. the gays and the ghosts we are i'm a, <laughs> a supporter <laughs> yeah. and all the above whatever you are <laughs> i love that
1: oh well thank you so much for listening you guys yes i hope for you got along. spooked and
0: learned a couple things about the elevator game oh my god <laughs> this is a good one. So thanks for listening and I guess you'll hear from us next week for Colorado. Colorado. I'm excited for whatever Lexi's throwing <laughs> our way.
1: It's gonna be a good one.
0: It's a
1: it's a recent one. Oh, okay. Like a I think it's like twenty nineteen or something. Oh
0: like that. recent, recent. Uh-huh. I'm excited. Okay. Yeah, another um, teaser sprinkled sprinkles sprinkles in good. there. Sprinkle,
1: sprinkle. All right. Thank you guys. Have a wonderful week and we'll catch you next week. Bye. Bye.